So I don't know. Did you guys did you guys see the Nathan's hot dog eating contest or just see the results? No, I did not. Todd, I didn't have to because obviously Joey Chestnut always wins. <laughs> right, what 15, 15 out of 16 years. Joe, we're getting old because doesn't that seem like it was just a few years ago when Kobayashi was winning it every year? Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. Just because you brought him up and competitive eating to me, I wouldn't even have thought twice about it. But yeah, like that was a million years ago. And, yeah, it, right. and it doesn't feel like it, it like it was at all. Uh, you know, and to see that he's won 15 of 16, my mind exploded. Yeah, right. Also, that dude that beat him, where has that guy been? What happened to that guy? He was like a oh, one and done. Matt Stoney. I think he's still around. But, yeah, that was weird how he pulled it out one year. He's so like, eh, going to beat Chestnut, and I'm out. Yeah, right. So our friend there, Nick Weary, came in fourth with 40 hot dogs. And his wife, Mickey, she won. I think it's her eighth uh, Nathan's hot dog eating champion. She had 40 also. But the highlight of it was Joey Chestnut choking that protester. Oh, you want to play that? Well, during the competition, a protester with a Darth Vader mask rushed the stage and bumped into Chestnut, who immediately goes chokehold there. I think he's done that before. Uh, co contest officials then escort the intruder away. Various gambling sites have given refunds to the uh, over-under due to the protester. <laughs> that was vicious. It looked like he snapped his that neck. That was dangerous. He could have choked. Jenna, yeah, right. you know what he you know what he didn't do? He didn't put the he didn't put the hooks in. He should have got up on him, wrapped oh, the yeah, legs up right. with his legs. He could have taken that guy down. But to Joey Chestnut's credit, I didn't realize when I first saw that video, Todd, that was during the competition. Yes, he's eating hot dogs. Yes. Oh, see, I thought that was like the before or after. I just realized as I saw him, because I thought, why didn't he kick that guy's butt? I saw him go back to the table and start eating the hot dogs. And I was like, oh, it was still going on. And he still beat everybody by what, like 30? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I holy smokes. 47 or something. But I'm so sick of these protesters. Like, did you see the one at the NBA game a couple months ago? They were shooting free throws and someone super glued their hand down on the court for PETA or something. I don't understand who was playing. Was it like the Raptors and the Hawks? It was or, like uh, was it animal teams at least? Yeah, yeah. the Grizzlies. <laughs> well, no, I think it was. I think it was Memphis, which is kind of funny. Oh, good. Well, that that makes a little bit of sense. But I, again, what? Here's the thing about protests, right? I got it. I'll tell you this real quick. Uh, in in 2016, when Kaepernick started kneeling, um. Initially, I was like, what the who's this guy? Right. You know, I was as offended as everybody else was. And 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 then I, I read into this story and I found out more about what was going on. And on my radio show, and I got a lot of blowback for it, I, I just all I said was, hey, look, this guy's upset. He's got some issues. We're debating whether he should or shouldn't protest. Let's get beyond that. First Amendment protects your 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 right to protest. Now let's hear what he's got to say. Let's see if there's any merit to it. I can't even tell you the blowback I got on that from people. And it's like, I didn't say you had to agree with him. I just said, like, what is he? What is his deal? Don't you want him to stop kneeling? Ask him, like, what up? Now I'll say this: Colin Kaepernick did not articulate anything well. Uh, afterwards and took kind of a weird aggressive tone and then the whole the whole thing shifted to uh not marcellus bennett his brother i forget his brother's name and um richard sherman uh sort of you know took took over the the whole operation with the nfl and kaepernick was out when 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 you're when you're doing a protest and people are like all right all right Back off a little bit, right? Like, mm -hmm. we get it. We get it. To ruin a competition or something that someone paid money for, like, that's not the time for your protest. Exactly. You know, I don't know. Listen, the, right. the whole the whole national anthem thing, whatever. I don't give a crap. I never listen. I, I, I didn't even know that was, like, part of football. And, and I think reciting anthems is a very like Nazi Germany kind of thing. Uh, you pay taxes, you own a house. I'm a, I'm, I'm, my, my allegiance doesn't need to be questioned. 
right? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in. I'm not going anywhere. I pay my taxes. I own a business for crying out loud. What more do you want from me, blood? But I hate how the people that nail now or don't come out, they have to make like a big spectacle about it and they have to post it on social media. Just do your thing. You don't have to There's tell There's a lot of people that are opportunists that see us. Like Amber Heard is a good example. Somebody who saw and seized an opportunity where there was a real problem and tried to become the face of it with a fake story. It's bad for everybody. It's bad for her, definitely, but it's bad for everybody. It's bad for the whole movement. Yeah. Now, Jedi, speaking of protesting the national anthem, what's the latest on Brittany Griner? I, I heard that, and I, I didn't read the story fully, but I heard that she wrote a letter to our President Biden um, saying I, that she feels that she's going to be locked up in Russia forever. I mean, the one thing I did like about the letter, she said, and all the other people locked up. It wasn't just like, get me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, you know, I don't know you guys know the story. When John McCain was in Vietnam, right. his father was like the commander of the Navy. And they were like, you know, we'll let John go. And he was like, I'm not leaving without these guys. And he ended up staying for like three more years after that. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's what you look mm-hmm. for. Again, you mentioned, I mean, people that are like, see how she likes being over there now, you know? Um, it's an American for crying out loud, like get over yourselves, everybody. That's a, a, a terrible tragedy. She's, she's there on some trumped up charges. Funny last week, Todd, I was, uh, I filled in on a conservative talk show. Um, and the audience hated me as you could imagine. Yeah. Um, but somebody called me up and he said, Hey, <laughs> let's say, let's say Trump called Putin and he got her out. Would you be okay with that? That was his question, and he was being legit. Yeah. And I was like, if Donald Trump... Yeah, I would. ...called Putin and was like, let Britney Griner go, dude. You know, we're good. And and she's on a plane tomorrow. He'd be held for that move. It's out of character for him to do something like that, especially for somebody who has been outspoken about not liking him. Which brings up another point, Jedi. This came up a lot, where people during COVID would say... You know, if Trump cured cancer, the left would still hate him. Really? You think so now? Here's the thing with that theory. First of all, how does Trump cure cancer? He's not a doctor or a scientist. Okay. He finds the cure magically in a genie bottle. Awesome. Donald Trump's going to just hand that over to people? Not going to charge people for it? He doesn't strike you as somebody who would mark up like the EpiPen 800% like that other douchebag did? Donald Trump strike you as yeah. the guy who, if he found the cure for cancer, would be like, I want everyone to just have this. No, he wouldn't. But if he did, different story. I don't know, I'm like not that, so, yeah. Dude, that whole logic is yeah, insane, but, uh, Todd, isn't think, it, though? But do you think? I, no, I, I don't think that's insane at all. I think you, people still would hate him. No. But again, in the yeah. unlikely scenario, he, he got the cure for cancer. Todd, you think Donald Trump would be like, here, everybody, take it. No, he wouldn't. He'd no. So again, the whole that whole <laughs> thought process is like so idiotic. Like he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't be able to do that anyway. Right? He'd have to buy it from somebody or pay somebody to do it. He's gonna lose money doing it and then give it away. My friend and I always joke how remember um, well, but people hold strong to their grudges. Yeah, yes. I know, I know, I know. That's the problem. Now, Joe, in 2020, when they canceled um, college football, <laughs> but they only canceled it in some conferences, Donald Trump was like, oh, the Big Ten, they're playing. I did that. You know what I mean? He has to take yes. so much credit. Yes. <laughs> and that, you know, it's funny. I, I no, brought but... this up real quick. I brought up, you know, when he calls himself the least racist person. And I always <laughs> say, I think that the least racist person wouldn't feel the need to say that. Right wouldn't even occur to that person because like to that person race doesn't you know like they're beyond that and the odds of the least racist person being an old white guy isn't yes. too good and often accused of being a racist yeah you're oh, you're you're definitely gosh. not doing well there I'm not saying he is racist i'm saying right. he's oft been accused of it for the things he says and thinks <laughs> <laughs> 
Jedi, you got anything <laughs> else before we get into our new format for the show? Yeah, riddle me this. I mean, do you think that if it was um, LeBron James or Steph Curry back over there, they would be back in America now faster? I don't understand that logic so at all. Some people are saying. Well, you know who's saying that is women. Women are saying that. Um, I think, and Todd, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of white dudes that watch the NBA hate LeBron James, favor Jordan, who they've never seen, over LeBron because LeBron doesn't shut <laughs> his mouth and play basketball. Mm-hmm. So not a good example. Steph Curry, you know, maybe that's a that's a different conversation, but... If it's Drew Brees, the football player, he'd be back in a in a in a quickie. I think Trump would make a call on that guy. Brady. Brady. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Putin wouldn't even have taken Brady. You know, too much respect for Belichick. <laughs> you know what? No, it cracks me up when people have these petitions to get her out. Do you think Putin's gonna be like, oh, oh, they sent right. a petition? Look at all these people no. that signed it. Well, no. I better do it. Yes. What choice <laughs> do I have? I must free her immediately. What's up, Mark's Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond with Jedi and Todd? If secret languages, codes, clues, and scavenger hunts and puzzles are your thing, then today's show will tickle your fancy. A conspiracy within a conspiracy. Let's talk about this mysterious and still unsolved entity known as Cicada 3301. Now, Jedi, what is a cicada? I've heard of this, but I didn't know it was called a cicada. Well, first off, the cicada is actually an insect with long, transparent wings. Um, It's known for their humming and clicking sounds and coincidentally used as a symbol of this entity, Cicada 3301. Um, The cicada actually symbolizes resurrection and the insect waits for the perfect time to come out from anywhere from 1 to 17 years. So um, it's interesting. I think they came out a few few years ago. Have you you heard of cicadas, Joe? Yes. So this isn't about the insects, this episode. This is about, oh, God, thank goodness. Because thinking about uh, (laughs) an hour of, oh, I think they're so gross. That was freaking me out. It's kind of weird to think that they only probably come out a few times in our lifetime. Wait, have you ever seen one? Yes. Yes. They're disgusting. No. They just look disgusting. They, they're they big, too. They're big and gross. You know? And, and they... Yeah, one was on my window screen when I was a kid. And oh, I went over to the window, yeah, and I turned the outside light on, and this thing was on... I'd never seen, I'd never seen this before. And it was on the screen and it like did it. So like, and I screamed like the seven year old boy I was or whatever year it was that they had popped out. Um, But I'm, I'm telling you, I had never seen an, I like never seen anything like that. It was so gross and so big. Yeah. So the cicada three, three Oh one, is the most elaborate and mysterious puzzle of the internet age. And Jedi, the fact that people could get deep into this clue and keep solving and getting to the next step blows my mind. I know, right? Yeah. I feel so so dumb. (laughs) I mean, the the complexity of this puzzle, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. 
Exactly. So what we're going to do is a reaction video. We don't know much about this. You've probably seen reaction videos online, and we're going to put this on YouTube. We're going to play it, and you're going to hear the commentary, and we're going to interrupt or talk over it to what we think of this. Just let me know. On the 4th of January 2012, a user on 4chan posted this image to the site's infamous B or random board. The anonymous author, who went by the four-digit pseudonym 3301, challenged users to uncover a message hidden within the image. Unbeknownst to those who stumbled across it, someone had just set in motion one of the most elaborate scavenger hunts the internet has ever seen. Within minutes of the image being posted, someone discovered that by opening the file using a text editor, an appended string so Joe, of readable text could be gonna, found. The string... I'm gonna read what that says. Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. Sure. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. Find it, and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck. 3301. So so when they said the message is within this image, it's just that text. So someone like the three of us, we would have no idea where to even begin with this. Yes. Right. And I wouldn't have thought it was a joke initially. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Yeah, so people try to highlight it, change the resolution, flip it upside down, and then they finally opened it in like a picture editor. Okay. Set in motion one of the most elaborate scavenger hunts the internet has ever seen. Within minutes of the image being posted, someone discovered that by opening the file using a text editor, an appended string of readable text could be found. The string contained a cipher that, once deciphered, formed a link to yet another image. At first, this appeared to be a dead end, but using an application known as OutGuess, users were able to extract hidden information embedded within the first image. The extracted information led to a subreddit, which in turn contained information about so they had to get to a whole bunch of different codes and they pulled up a picture of a duck and within the picture of the duck they needed to find uh some type of code or the next clue again if we just saw a picture of a duck we would have nowhere to go with that yeah oh my god right how would you so they had to download a program called outguess and put the picture of the duck in it and that would bring up the next clue i mean in order to even know that you got to be a cryptographer or something about the book. The book, along with a code, could then be used to uncover a phone number that, when called, played this pre-recorded message. Very good. You have done well. There are three prime numbers associated with the original final.jpg image. 3301 is one of them. You will have to find the other two. Multiply all three of these numbers together and add a .com on the end to find the next step. Good luck. Goodbye. So, Joe. That's awesome. Yeah, so the first prime Buy number the is 3301. 3301, and they have to find the other two within that first image. Um, you guys know what prime numbers are, right? Right. I do. Okay. A growing community of armchair detectives sought to unravel this elaborate puzzle, but no one was quite sure what to make of it. What was the puzzle for? Who was behind it? What happens when you reach the end? Some naturally dismissed it as an elaborate joke, while others perceived its complexity as evidence against it being the work of a mere troll. Before long, rumors began to circulate that this could be the work of some secret society or intelligence agency, with the intent of recruiting individuals proficient in cryptography, steganography, and other related fields. Of course, it was nothing but a rumor. The two missing numbers mentioned in the recording proved to be the dimensions of the original image. After multiplying the width and height with 3301 and using the product as a web address, wow. users were taken insane, to Jedi? a website. Wow! The, the width and height of the picture they sent in the pixels was 503 and 509 pixels. Those are both prime numbers. Multiply it with the 3301. 
figured it out. Right. And you come up with dot com, and it brings you to this screen. So at this point, Jedi, I would totally be thinking this is some type of, I don't know, CIA or NSA trying to hire people that could come up with a solution. That's what I think. Could also just be a troll. I'm 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 leaning towards this. But it troll. was too complex to be a troll. Yeah. It, it's too it's too elaborate to be just trolling. I mean, all the work you but, would have to do to put in something like this. So so you know who's got that kind of time? A troll. <laughs> so this is kind of what we're watching here is really condensed. If they were going to explain everything, this video would be hours. But even to get to the duck, you had to go to a book and then they had like a book code and you had to look at each. Um, it would be like row one, the 20th letter, and it would say like a C. And you had to do a whole bunch of them and it would say, call this number 214. There is it's so elaborate. So they're going to go to the website now when they multiply the three numbers together. The website consisted of a countdown as well as an image of a cicada. When the countdown reached zero, the page was updated with a list of coordinates. The coordinates pointed to locations around the globe, 14 locations in five different countries. It was now up to participants living near the specified coordinates to rise from their comfortable armchairs and venture outside. Those who believed Cicada to be the work of an organization now felt their beliefs had been justified. In their opinion, only some international collective possessed the means and resources to create a scavenger hunt of this magnitude. This was not the work of your average troll. No, this had to be something else. At each location was a poster with a cicada symbol and a QR code. On the bike shelter over here. And these are far away places. You get in Australia, you can see the corners off. The codes linked to an image, the image contained a riddle, the riddle led to a book, and the book led to a website. But here so I'll I'll tell you two things I've just noticed. Agrippa is Marcus Agrippa. Uh and I earlier saw uh, uh Tiberius Augustus Caesar on the initial JPEG link. Right. So mm-hmm. this whoever this person is, they're they're super into their Roman history. And I dig that. Yeah. Now, Joe, one of the parts to get to the duck, they had to open up the original image and some type of notepad and in the notepad it said caesar so then what they had to do is they had a code and they had to cipher it into the caesar uh cipher do you know how that works no so the caesar cipher say the letter is um the first letter is e you go back four so it's an a if it's like a z it would be like oh so, wow so then that spelled out something else it's it's so elaborate now do you see that code in the book where it says dot onion Yep. So dot dot onion is the dark web. So you'd have to find a way to get to the dark web. Oh, geez. All right. The puzzle <laughs> took an unexpected turn. Only a select group of first arrivals to this website were accepted into the final stage of the puzzle. The site eventually closed down with a message, we want the best, not the followers. The finalists were also warned not to collaborate with others nor to share the details of this private stage of the puzzle. Well, given that we know this, it's safe to say that not everyone heeded that warning. But those who did presumably advanced through the final stages before reaching the very end of the puzzle. So I do think that's pretty cool. Only a few people that got to the website first could see what it said, because otherwise they would be posting it on Reddit and everyone could go there. So they would know that they were the, they figured it out. But do you know how mad you would be if you, you went all that way and yeah. searched all these codes and only to find out you're not invited. Picture how exciting this would be for someone who likes to crack codes and stuff. This must've been pretty fun. I like the Wonka aspect of it at the end, where if you collaborated or shared stuff that you're out, yeah. <laughs> Very Wonka. I love it. Yeah. Gobstopper. Yeah. <laughs> After nearly a month of silence, an image appeared on the subreddit announcing the conclusion of the puzzle, and just like that, the hunt was over. 
Cicada had supposedly found the highly intelligent individuals they were looking for and whatever happened to them is a bit of a mystery, but more on that in a moment. The complete lack of an explanation was perceived by many as confirmation that the puzzle had been nothing but a wild goose chase intent on wasting everyone's time. After all, questions raised by the original image remained unanswered. What was the puzzle for? Who was behind it? What happens when you reach the end? Um, all right. Not for nothing. The message doesn't ask any questions. It just says they're looking for people. Uh, they have a test. There's a hidden message. Find it. Uh, and it'll lead you to the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that make it through. What makes people think that's yeah. clear as day? We're looking right. for a handful of people. I don't understand the confusion. Maybe people thought when it was over they would they would be told what happened, but yeah, it doesn't say that. Well, and again, I think this sort of lends to your thought about some kind of governmental organization of some sort of intelligence organization where they wanted to find people that could do it, and they're not going to announce it. Like, hey, congratulations to right. Todd. You know, he's our new... Like, <laughs> no, that's not how that works. So... Who was behind it? What happens when you reach the end? However, as it later turned out, this was only the beginning. Second puzzle. Whomever was behind this intricate game had the foresight to include an authentication code known as a PGP signature along with every clue. This allowed users to verify that an image or message was actually from Cicada, as opposed to some imposter seeking to derail or hijack the puzzle. Cicada had repeatedly warned of such false paths and insisted that any message lacking a valid PGP signature should promptly be disregarded. That's why this image, posted exactly a year and a day after the first, provoked such a frenzy. After a year of lackluster imitations, this image finally matched the official PGP signature. Cicada was back and it was time for round two. The image enclosed a message, the message led to a book, the book produced a link and gradually the puzzle unfolded. At one point, a recording titled The Instar Emergence was uncovered. They have random numbers popping up. This looks like a code. Another clue led to a cryptic Twitter account, which then led to an image. The image proved vital to the progression of the puzzle, but the inclusion of this runic alphabet would remain a mystery for quite some time. Much like the first puzzle, the second swelled into the physical world when a list of coordinates compelled participants to once again take to the streets in search of enigmatic posters. This time it was eight locations in four different countries. But eventually the trail went cold once again. Another select group of first arrivals had been accepted into a final private stage of the puzzle. Joe, Unlike you know, the I think first it's kind puzzle, of funny how it's like Okinawa, Japan is a clue. Moscow, Russia. Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, right? Of all the places <laughs> in America. That's so weird. Now, one of the things is, obviously, you could contact people and hire them to post those posters in different countries. But what's interesting is they're all posted really close to airports. So it's like people could have flown out there to do it, but we don't, we'll never know. That's interesting. One person could have done it, right? If it was that close to yeah. airports. Just yeah, a lot of traveling though. To the next target. Second did not conclude with an official message from Cicada. The trail merely went cold and Cicada vanished once more, leaving us no closer to an explanation. However, this was still not the end. At the beginning of 2014, it was time for round three. Once again, the image enclosed a message, the message led to a book, the book produced a link, and suffice it to say, it was more of the same. Except this time, the puzzle seemed to revolve around a strange book. 
The book was titled Liber Primus, meaning first book in Latin, what and was Latin evidently is? written by Cicada. The runic alphabet uncovered in 2013 finally made sense as the book was primarily written in runes. Oh, wow. Even so, the meaning what of the that, translated though? page in turn contained information about just an ancient language uh, from from like the Germanic valleys. It's like before 14th century, right? Yeah. Viking era. Yeah, that's some that's crazy. Has yet to be translated. The runic text on some of the pages appear to be obfuscated by layers of encryption that has yet to be decrypted. Of the 74 pages featuring runes, only 19 have been successfully translated. As 2015 came and went without the launch of a new puzzle, many came to suspect the Liber Primus had to be completed if Cicada was to return. This was more or less confirmed at the beginning of 2016, when Cicada encouraged a re-examination of the book. More than four years have now gone by, with minimal progress and near-complete silence from Cicada. Questions raised by the original image have gone ignored. What is the purpose of these puzzles? Who's behind them? What happens when you reach the end? <laughs> When the initial image appeared on 4chan back in 2012, many assumed Cicada 3301 to be an alternate reality game designed by a corporation to promote a new service or product. For example, Microsoft developed an elaborate ARG back in 2001 to promote the film Artificial Intelligence, and a similar viral marketing campaign was used to promote the release of Halo 2. But the release of subsequent puzzles and the complete lack of commercialization has more or less eliminated that possibility. If we choose to believe some of the leaked information from the private end stage of each puzzle, then we do gain some insight into who this group might be. For example, at the end of the first puzzle, finalists supposedly received this email. In it, Cicada described themselves as an international group who believe that privacy is an inalienable right. The aim of each puzzle is to recruit like-minded individuals in an effort to develop privacy-conscious solutions. The email then concludes with three questions. The PGP signature, which would have confirmed the authenticity of the email, was conveniently removed by the leaker. If a version with a valid signature does exist online, I wasn't able to find it. But regardless of its legitimacy, I find this question a bit odd. It reads, do you believe that information should be free? Assuming the expected answer is yes, then the very first sentence, do not share this information, seems a bit hypocritical. While the idea of a secret society recruiting individuals by means of elaborate cryptographic puzzles may seem a bit absurd or even conspiratorial, it's not entirely unfounded. Corporations and governments alike have employed similar recruitment techniques since at least the Second World War. In 2013, the British intelligence agency GCHQ launched a recruitment program known as Can You Find It? Participants had to decrypt a number of cryptograms hidden across the internet and those who managed to solve the entire puzzle were offered a price or a position at the agency. Google did something similar with enigmatic billboards back in 2004, and the US Navy launched a near-identical project in 2014. Okay, but then what about the recruits? Why have we not heard from these chosen few? Well, we have. It's just that separating a legitimate finalist from an imposter is virtually impossible. In a 2015 interview with Rolling Stone, two alleged winners of the first puzzle chronicled the events beyond the final stage. That doesn't work. You can't share the information, so you certainly can't go to Rolling Stone magazine and tell them what happened. If they are the real winners. right? Well, right. I mean, right. again, I would assume that the real know. winners probably again i'm i'm leaning now towards yeah like they're in some sort of intelligence or or something uh there's no such thing as an international group that doesn't have a name or i i don't buy that at all i think that's got to be associated with something specific and it's kind of funny how we keep then? is that an international group it is but they have a name and a symbol yeah hackers and they're hackers, which these guys are saying they're not.
despite their heavy reliance on cryptology. It, <laughs> and there's been a few times that they were referred to as hackers and they would post on Reddit saying that they weren't and they would attach that. What was it? The PGP, uh, the encryption, like they would sign it. Yeah. Yeah, this is fascinating stuff. Rolling Stone. <laughs> After receiving an email from Cicada, they were taken to a forum on the dark web. Here, they could communicate with 20-some-odd recruits as well as a handful of established members of Cicada. They were told that Cicada 3301 had been founded by a group of friends who shared common ideals about security, privacy, and censorship. The goal was to work as a collective to develop software applications in line with that ideology. As friends recruited friends, this secret society quickly expanded into a decentralized international organization. The recruits were then tasked with developing software that fit the ideology of the group and members of Cicada would oversee their progress. But without the allure of a puzzle to be solved, the recruits quickly lost interest. By the end of 2012, all but one had left and a few months later, the site was gone. They never heard from Cicada again. I, I get the sense they weren't paid that from what they're saying here is a couple of buddies got a couple of buddies got a couple of buddies and everybody was like, dude, this is awesome. And then they were trying to here's the, the I think the hard thing when you have smart people, they probably don't agree on a lot of stuff. Yeah. To and they're going to be contrarian <laughs> in nature. You're like, I got this brilliant idea and everyone's going to crap on it. And so if there's no reward to all this and there's no new puzzles and it's not an actual job, but just the way life. Yeah, I could see where people were bailing on this. Because <laughs> Wanner later elaborated further in a video by YouTuber Nox Populi. Furthermore, Nox Populi himself claims to be a winner of the second puzzle. So I reached out to him and this is some of what he had to say. After completing the final stages of the second puzzle, Nox Populi received an invitation to join Cicada 3301. However, he was not invited to a website but was instead merely told to be patient. Then, around May of 2013, all communication with Cicada abruptly ceased. This was around the same time as when the website dedicated to the winners of the first puzzle was suddenly taken down. Nox Populi later contacted other winners of the second puzzle to compare notes and their experiences were identical. In his own words, All the stories were the same. We were invited to join 3301, then something happened and silence followed a request for patience. Nox Populi supposed that roughly five others completed the second puzzle in contrast to the 20 odd winners of the first. In regards to who or what Cicada is, Nox Populi believes they could be a remnant of the cypherpunk movement of the late 80s and 90s. Essentially a small group of activists advocating widespread use of strong cryptography and privacy-enhancing technologies, but he admits that there is no way to know for certain. If you want a far more comprehensive walkthrough of these puzzles as opposed to my brief overview, Nox Populi has produced a number of videos on his channel which I highly recommend. While these accounts cannot be verified, they do make for a very compelling argument as to what Cicada is. A group of anonymous developers seeking to develop privacy-conscious applications by recruiting talented individuals via cryptographic puzzles. Sure, it is not nearly as exciting as a shadow government seeking world domination or any of the more fantastical theories, but it is certainly more plausible. You have to keep in mind that no part of these puzzles would have required more than one person. The posters are often pointed to as evidence that this must be the work of some international organization, but I beg to differ. I mean, right now, I could use any number of services to hire random persons around the globe to install posters for me. Although, given that no poster was located more than an hour away from an airport leads me to believe that one or multiple persons actually traveled to these locations. I mean, some of the posters were found within walking distance of an international airport. The fact is that anyone with a disposable income and enough time on their hands would be able to create the illusion of a vast, secret network spanning the globe. Not saying that that is the case with Cicada 33-1, but it is nonetheless a possibility that cannot be discounted. With all of that being said, 
I personally think a loose-knit group of privacy-minded hobby cryptographers to be the most plausible explanation. Cicada made their last public statement in April of 2017. All right. <laughs> Before we get to their final message, I from the beginning, I said this was a, a hoax. Yeah. Seemed too good to be true. I could see where people bought into it being more than that. But this is going to end up just being a bunch of losers that got together. Had an idea that that was like, you know, pop rocks. And yeah. uh, flamed out quickly when people were like, this is lame. And uh, if I had to guess, the guys of 3301, ugly. Yeah, right. <laughs> just Jedi, not cool dudes but at all. Don't you think that? Don't you think they're waiting for the final transcript to be translated? That might be why. Because only what? They'd have they'd have good patience if they were just sitting around waiting. My guess is the lead guy got married, and this thing all went down the shitter. <laughs> oh my goodness! They're like, dude, Timmy's got no time. He's okay. Who else is gonna do it? And you know how that goes, Todd. You know, yeah. you lose the leader of your friend group. You know, that guy's out of commission, the planner guy. Big trouble. But these guys are obviously geniuses. How come they didn't monetize this? You think they'd easily be able to find a way to do that? Yeah, well, it seems too like the, the, the I, technology got jacked by a lot of other people to make money from it. Yeah. And I don't think anyone solved it beginning to end. There was probably people posting online like, okay, this is how we get to here. You know what I mean? And people piggybacking on each other's yeah. clues. Yeah, exactly. Dude, like the Amazing yeah. Race. If I was on the Amazing Race, I would just sit back of the most competent couple. Yeah. You know? Just follow them. Just stay like 20 paces back. And follow them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to that final rundown down the platform. You just throw an elbow or two on the lady and you're in good shape. <laughs> But how many people actually know or study a rune alphabet? You know what I'm saying? You could probably narrow that down to professors or linguists. Again, though, Jedi, (laughs) there's so much like there's so much cool old stuff and and hieroglyphics and, you know, ancient Sumerian and Aramaic. There's so many dead and out of date languages. If you had a bunch of nerds, you could get together and chart something up like this like this doesn't seem that far beyond i mean i understood a lot of the the references and things they were going with you know smart dudes no doubt but i don't think this was anything too elaborate and i and i think it really is more likely that you know people got married had kids have jobs and this thing fell by the wayside Joe, I can probably say one thing about these guys. I bet you they have a lot of crypto. Oh, yeah, definitely crypto guys for sure. Against disinformation, <laughs> but the current status of the third puzzle and the possibility of a fourth remains clouded in mystery. This, I would say this is absolutely fascinating. Oh, yeah. I, um, I don't know how we've never heard of this. I've seen that. What was the the company there? They were just showing a minute ago. Oh, um, I forget the Lenumo or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that when I just saw it on there. I'm like, oh, I've seen this before. I've definitely right. seen them uh, and their stuff. I didn't know anything about it, but that that is super cool. I don't. Did either of you guys ever watch, watch this show? Oh my god, uh, it was on Fox Sunday nights like a zillion years ago. Uh, they had it was a it was a reality show and uh it was up it was basically kind of revolved around the sort of same premise as celebrity apprentice and the, the mystery the no mole? i don't think that was the name of it but um damn it uh by all accounts people thought if you spell out it was like you know j peterman walsh or whatever but if you Move the letters around. It spelled Ivana Trump. Mm-hmm. And people thought maybe his ex-wife, uh, Ivana Trump, was the person on that show that they were trying to they were trying to figure out. And it got canceled. 
And they oh, never really? revealed. Yeah, they never revealed who it was. <laughs> to this That's day, not- I've looked it up. Like there's rumors. Definitely it was her. There's rumors that no, it definitely wasn't that it was somebody. You know, I hate that. That idea of not knowing the end of this yeah. Jedi is driving me nuts. Yeah, it's de- definitely interesting. Uh, now that's imagine why if- I, that's what I've created a scenario where they got married old and fat with kids and they stopped right. doing it because I need an ending. Jedi, imagine if they went to all this work and then they posted on 4chan and just no one cared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my it's goodness. Cr- yeah. The Internet's crazy how you can throw something out there and it can go viral or people can just get interested in it. <laughs> Yeah, and the dark no. web. I mean, I don't even know how to get on that. How do people find the ways to go through this other internet? Yeah, I don't even I don't even know how you get on the dark web. Todd, you strike me as a guy that could get on the dark web though. <laughs> you know? You definitely do. <laughs> Which uh just let me ask you, would I just Google dark web or like how do i get there dot onion what is that that sounds like a way no i'm sure you could just google it and you could find a way on but i don't really understand the point of it unless if you're if you're on there you're up to no good yo yeah exactly there's no reason to be on there. i don't know what i'm suggesting about todd in saying that (laughs) yeah you're up to no good Um, yeah, so I think that was kind of cool. That's our first reaction video. I watched a few of these, um, over the past couple of weeks, but yeah, I like but, oh, that. I want to say, I want to say one thing about last week. I, I definitely have to vet these people a little bit better because that tarot card reader, she totally screwed us over. She said we were going to do a tarot card reading. And then when she said, Joe, you're up, she just stared at you and said not to drink Coke anymore. <laughs> Can I admit something to you? What's I haven't up? had soda since we recorded that show. Wow. <laughs> However, <laughs> to be fair, I have a doctor's appointment right after the show today, my physical. And so I would have not drank soda anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't had any sweets. I've mm-hmm. skipped out on the ice cream for about two weeks now, Jedi. I'm dying, but I'm going to go in there and I'm going to test very well. Oh, my goodness. Um, yes, do you have anything else? <laughs> do you have anything else, Jedi? No, I mean, I, I want to know the end of this puzzle. It's driving me crazy. I oh, want yeah. someone to solve it. What is yeah, yeah, 3301 Cicada? <laughs> so, Joe, when you were saying that it could just be people traveling all over, putting up the posters, when we were talking about that, Jedi, we have nothing to do this summer. A couple of unemployed, uh, <laughs> we're both home. I know, right? Hire us yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, that's what you oh, guys need, an international puzzle to solve. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, Jedi, isn't it so weird yeah, waking waking up right. and not having to go to work? I'm getting used to it. <laughs> I go downstairs, have a pint of ice cream. I love it, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm giving it about another month and a half, uh, and then I'm going to start looking again. Just enjoy the summer with the girls. I'll be going to the pool every day. But, the yeah, last, it, it is weird being. The last time yeah, I got fired I'm from. I'm probably going to give it a few more Yeah, months you should. The last time I got fired from a job, it, it happened in the spring, like late spring. And, like, a week later, I got offered another job, and I turned it down. And I was like, I got like unemployment. I got a severance package. I'm going to ride it out through the summer and like whatever happens on the other side. And I did. And as luck would have it, they actually called me at the end of the summer and still offered me the same job. But oh, really? Yeah, I know. That should have never happened. I think we're in a position where we can figure out what we really want to do, you know, find our passion. This is our time to do it. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Joe, what you said, I'm not going to unemployment, but I get a little severance package so I yeah. can take, take a couple months. Ride it. Enjoy it. You know, again, I had how old are your how old are your daughters? Six and eight. Six and eight. Oh, I swear to God, you're not going to believe yeah. this. When it happened, my kids were six and eight. Really? And I swear to God. Yeah, they were six and eight. My uh, daughter, they're two and a half years apart, six and eight. Uh, and I spent a whole summer with them and we uh, spent a lot of time in the water. 
Yeah, it was it was totally worth it. And I will always remember that. Yeah, Todd posted something on Facebook about the idea of of spending some more time with his kids this summer. And again, dude, perfect time, perfect age, the right situation. You should enjoy it. You know, you only live once. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, Jedi, I think that does it. Oh, I I do want to say one thing. No one's messaged me to claim the uh, merch that I'm offering out there. So if you want some merch, message me. But I did get a message from someone named Matt saying that he loves listening while he's in his golf simulator in his garage. A golf simulator? I would love a golf simulator. I have a giant, yeah. I have a, I have like the green and the net and everything. And my buddy keeps trying to get me to like not park my car or my garage. Yeah. Just set it up in there. But yeah, a simulator would be so much better. I have a putting green down here too now. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking into the simulator. My ceiling's not high enough, but I've been looking into a shed. And yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. People build sheds now where you can just put a simulator in. But everything is through the roof. We had our um, hardwood floors. We had Home Depot come yesterday, Jedi, to measure our hardwood floors because we wanted to get new ones, this vinyl plank. Mm -hmm. So lady comes and measures. They call me like an hour later. They're, quote, $9,100, right? I'm like, that's kind of a lot. And I went on to look at the breakdown. Yeah, $2,900 for the materials, $6,200 for the labor. Oh my God! Oh hell no! I mean, don't you think I could? To do it. Don't you think I could hire someone and give him fifteen hundred bucks to do it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, dude, I know a guy. I know a guy right now. I can give you his I number. Do. I guarantee he'll he'd do that for for a quarter of the price. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. It's I couldn't believe when I saw the breakdown. I'm like, what are they talking about? By the way, breaking news: This literally just happened. Brittany Griner pleaded guilty to bringing us sheesh oil into Russia and asked the court for mercy. That's what they said. The best plan wow. was they, they said she might as well just plead guilty because it's probably your best shot at them. At, like giving you some mercy. You know what I mean? Well, also she had the stuff on her. So yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, dead to rights caught red handed. I wonder like how long it's going to take to find out what they're going to come up with for that. Yeah, I feel like the appeals Maybe process in Russia is slow. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine how much you must be going out of your mind sitting in a Russian prison? Yeah. <laughs> Scary. Oh, man. Yeah, that's nuts. What, do you get a notification on your phone? Yeah, it just popped up. Yep. All right, Jedi, let's wrap it up. That's it, Lorks. The end is here. But hopefully not for Cicada 3301. Or is it? I guess you'll just have to watch and see for anything else to appear. Till next time. Ciao.